Okay. And we're live. Welcome back to the Scent Spotlight, the Scent Podcast, where we're highlighting all the fantastic creators that are on the Scent platform. My guest today is, is a really special one. Uh, their work really caught my eye uh, beginning a, a couple weeks ago. I know they had joined the platform maybe last year, but their, their work as a crypto artist and a very, very unique crypto artist uh, just began a couple weeks ago. Um, I actually had never come across this category of art before, but this artist is a lens-based artist. You probably saw their stuff you're on scent over the past couple of weeks, but I'm really, really happy to be speaking with your Ben today. Uh, welcome to the show, Ben. Oh, thanks for having me, Matthew. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. And then, well, I asked this question to everyone to start every conversation off, but could you introduce yourself to the scent audience? Yeah, sure. So my name is Ben Harrier and I'm from Nottingham, a lens-based artist. I graduated uh, from Nottingham Trent around 2006, um, doing audiovisual production, so mainly photography, video, working with clients, doing sort of film, documentary films, portrait photography, that sort of thing. And then now I've tried to use a lot of those technical skills to produce more conceptual art. So yeah, and I found out about crypto in around 2017. I had a friend who was into mining, who was a bit eccentric. I, I didn't really pay much attention. Uh, and then another friend who was a little bit more refined, who, who introduced me to sort of, well, he was just kept showing me his block folio and how much he was making. I thought, hang on a minute, I need to look, look a bit more into this. So uh, yeah, that's when, when I sort of started to pay more attention. I just put a little bit in around uh, 2017 and just saw the gains. I managed to catch the ball on and I thought, okay, I'm going to do some more investigating and here I am. That's awesome. I know you hopped on scent like uh, the early part of 2019, but then you kind of came back uh, maybe a month or so ago and like all of a sudden you're a crypto artist. And I, I thought that was pretty cool to see. But I'm just wondering if you could sort of walk us through your journey to become a, a crypto artist. I mean, I'm not a crypto artist, so I always find this part of the story quite fascinating. So how did you like, decide to become a crypto artist? I know that you had the technical expertise, but what was the impetus to take it up uh, and join this, this new movement? Well, it's actually quite an interesting story because um, I, I feel like I took, took a break from my corporate work, if you want to call it that. Um, and I got into investing, as I mentioned, when my friend introduced me. And so I was looking at a lot of the art stuff going on on the, the crypto space, but it was more from the, the um, just the general Twitter accounts that I was following. It wasn't through the crypto artists. I mean, I saw crypto graffiti, some of the physical stuff he was doing, and a few other pieces, which blew me away. But it was, um, it was actually I think Nugget News who... Um, said that he'd got a present. Someone had bought him a present, a super rare. I was like, well, hang on a minute, what's this? So that's when I really saw the digital aspect of it. And that's, I think, when I just really... And then Skeen's interview. I remember reading Skeen's interview and seeing all the great things he was doing and he had his behind-the-scenes video. And I just thought, man, I need to step out of my comfort zone. What, you know, what am I doing? Why am I not? What, this, is, this is so exciting. And then, I mean, I don't think I've slept properly since, since I... <laughs> discovered oh, oh there's just so many cool artists i don't even know who to, to name there's just so many x copy uh, his website i stumbled on that 
yeah, I mean, I've just, just been so inspired by everyone I've seen in the space and the family spirit is just, just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Everyone is pushing the envelope. Uh, I, 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 that's how I see it. Artists like X copy, like every single new work that they put out, it's just like, oh my God. And of course, these days, like it's impossible to get your hands on one, like whether it's a super rare or an edition one, like they sell out in, in freaking minutes. It's, it's amazing to see for the space. But when I saw your work, I'm like, hold the phone. Like, what is that? I had never seen like any lens-based art before. Like I hadn't looked, so I'm not sure if there's any more out there, but like, how did you settle on this, this lens-based category of art? Yeah, well, I mean, I've always loved technology. So from like, the eighties, I had a Amiga, Dulux Payne. I was playing around on that from an early age. So I love, you know, using technology to be creative is 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 really my thing. But I, I felt like there was a lot of um, art that I was seeing that, that was trying to emulate nature, and and I'm really spiritual in my perspective in life. I think due to family bereavements and and just having to sort of look into what you know what what happens, and just 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 naturally, I think I'm interested in going back as far as I can, looking into these spiritual practices and. So it just felt right to try and bring that into my art. And then I was trying to look at my emotional intelligence when I was investing and just, you know, that whole FOMO and all, and all of that. I was trying to bring my meditation that I'm quite interested in into my art. So it just all seemed to fit using a sort of natural angle rather than a computer-generated angle. I thought maybe I could have a kind of therapeutic feel to the art. Yeah, like looking at, at Merge, like there's something so serene and the mm-hmm. colors are on point. The the natural like absorption of the, the one bubble into the other bubbles, it's it's awesome, man. Like I, what you're doing, it's it's really brilliant, I think. Are are you actually filming through like a microscope or like how how do you actually like what's your creative process when you want to make something? Like because I mean everything looks like real i assume like you're you're doing something through a microscope yeah well I, a lot of it really is um clever lighting and i guess the, the lens is is quite key because it's a 100 millimeter macro lens you get this lovely details it's quite magnified but you when you're working at such a small scale just the smallest movement is is you, you have to be quite patient so it is it can be quite time consuming but the advantages are you don't need a big space to work from, so that that's great. So it gives me a chance to sort of really experiment with some of the lighting techniques and just just having a play really, and not needing a big studio to do that as well is is great. So yeah, I mean it, it's a lot of, I guess trying to use perspective as as the sort of my angle rather than focusing on what what technology can do, which I love. I love all of that. I just thought, well, what about the the things around us that are just that we don't pay enough attention to. So that's the, that's the angle, really. That's that's really cool. And, and like with like, what sort of substances are you using, um, like to zoom in on in in your Zen piece? What are we actually looking at? Like, what are those those objects or cells? Well, yeah, a lot of it is well, this particular piece is water. So I'm I'm trying to focus on four elements: like water, air, fire, earth. Mm. And at the minute, just trying to focus it all on the, the water element. So there's oils in there as well and, and different things like that. I try not to, you know, sort of give away the whole sort of process uh, because I feel like it, it yeah. takes away from the, the, you know, for the say, okay, this is that. But 
what what I would like to do more of, I mean, what you've seen in Zoom is, is, is there's a mixture of oils and, and waters and that's pretty much it. But I'd like to introduce different types of oils, so essential oils, and try and look at almost like the, the life force of a plant, so to speak. And yeah, there's a, there's an artist who I like called MF Doom who who's got an, an album that's every track is named after a herb. So that kind of inspired me as well. I'm like, okay, that that's awesome. Another question that I always ask the creators that come on here, and within the the work that they create, there's always some sort of kind of reflection. I think of of the the creator in the work. Maybe not like a one to one direct connection but there's some element maybe of their personality or their interests that are in their work. I know you, you've kind of alluded to this in, in some of the ways that you've described like your, your art and why you've pursued it, but thinking about it and reflecting about it, like what part of yourself or your personality or whatnot do you think is captured in the pieces that, that you've been sharing? Well, I would, I would say, I guess I'm, I'm on this, like a journey. I'm trying to match my own evolution through my art. So, you know, originally a lot of it was to do with memory. I think when my mother passed away, I was, okay, quite focused on on looking at it from that angle. And then that's evolved into more of an ancestral memory. So ancestral communication is, is a term I like to use. How does that sound? I guess I, I think I'm spiritually, I don't have a lot of traditions or rituals that I, that I, that I knew. Um, like my, my father passed away also. It just made me, when I buried him, think about what I don't really have anything to hand down. And, and it made me think about material objects and how little they mean. So I think, yeah, well, I don't want to sound too morbid. It's not, it's not a bit, I'm just trying to give you an idea of why I'm so spiritual in my perspective and why that comes through in my art. Um, and just trying to look, trying to go back as far as I can. So rather than listen to people in lab coats, like quantum physics, which I'm, kind of into as well, but I'm more interested in the, the ancient knowledge, you know, like the, the Buddhism, the yoga, the, the Olmecs, the Aztecs, the, you know, I, I went to Mexico in 2012 to the, the pyramids and that just changed me, I think, as a person, actually being there and listening to the tour guide talk about these stargazers who looked up at the sky and just trying to think about the mindset of these people who built these things. Yeah, that's definitely a, something I'm really interested in and, and that's I think what I'd, I picture building something like that in the crypto voxel space like these you know paying homage to my ancestors on the blockchain type thing you, you definitely feel something when you, you're looking at your your work and I mean again looking at the name of some of your pieces uh, that spiritual aspect like of course like uh, after hearing you talk about that, of course. But I'm, I'm kind of curious because I'm, I'm over here in Asia and I've done some reading into, especially like the Zen sect of Buddhism. But like what about Zen or Buddhism uh, in particular uh, has kind of like captivated you or uh, has impressed you or is something that's important to you? That's, that's a really good question because I spent a lot of time in Jamaica and I spent a lot of time with the Rasta community and that, well, not a lot of time, but I'm, I'm heavily influenced, I guess you could say. And I love all of that. And then I think I became quite, okay, yeah, just keep looking into that. But what I love about the, 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 the Buddhist ways, it's just very, 
I just find it fascinating. This, 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 they don't promote this kind of fear that I think I seem to find or this forcing any opinions onto people. It's just a real, um, it just seemed to, I felt naturally drawn to it. And, and then I see similarities between that and other cultures. They're all, they're all speaking a similar language, I think, really. So it's, um, I'm interested in all of them, you know, like uh, the, the Celts and the Druids. Uh, the, 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 yeah, I could quite easily spend a long time on any ancient culture. But this one specifically, I think the I've watched a documentary on BBC about the art and the culture, just this this appreciating the gaps between the spaces and, and that sort of thing. I really that really appealed to me. You know, the no mind, the realm of no mind and yeah, there's just so much that I feel like I know so little. So it's a good excuse for me to to use that as a as a way to, to delve in and, and, and look into it more. But yeah, I think I think they all they all speak a similar language, really. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the, the aspect of, I guess, Zen Buddhism that really had a strong impact on me when I was, I was reading about it was just how it's, it's just about like nothing. It's about mm-hmm. not thinking. It's about not holding on to like, like letting go of everything and then coming back to yourself. Like you're, you always are who you've always been, but so many people hold on to these these things or ideas or emotions that prevent them from truly being who they are and being open to the world and other people around them and just like everything and yeah. it, just like that emptying of the self to get back to yourself. That's to me uh, that kind of progression of I mean, as I see it, becoming a functioning adult and being able to love and be loved and, and like that, all that. But it's it's simple, but like deadly hard to actually like truly kind of like take to heart and um, apply to your life. But no, that's 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 fascinating. Yeah, I mean, I think the simple thing, so advanced, it's simple is a term I like to, to use. It's the, the simplest things sometimes are they're just so effective, you know, and it, it, it sounds easy on paper, but actually, you know, to just spend some time and just to clear your mind, you know, just, to, I mean, how often do we do that with all the, I mean, all the technology is great, but I think we do need to get the balance. I think that's the key word. The balance, it's so crucial. But I'm curious for you and, and your next steps. I know you mentioned that you want to incorporate the the elements into your pieces and Right now, it seems like you're you're on the water element. But how long do you want to spend on water? Like, um, are you going to focus on each uh, of the natural elements individually before moving on to the next? Like, how do you see your next creative steps? Well, to be honest, I've I've been so just enjoying what I've been doing at the minute that I'm I'm just sort of letting it progress naturally. The, the different elements I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I'm going away to Jamaica in about three weeks. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to just see where that takes me. That might just inspire me to do some work around, around being out there. But but once I come back, I think I'd like to just continue with, there's a few, like I said, the essential oils, there's a few areas I'd like to explore with that. But it is, I, I almost don't want to, to say, okay, yeah, I'm going to do just watered. I think I'd like to, to feel free to experiment a bit. Um, so I was playing around with light the other day um, and reflections, which is which is a little bit veering off. But yeah, I think I think I'll, I'll give this whole 
essential oils and waters and, and looking at different meditative states and explore that a, a bit longer. And then I guess, yeah, the natural thing would be then to go on to, um, so you've got female and male energies, so maybe a male energy to try and get that balance. Um, I really feel like I haven't got a home um, for the, the work. So I think, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I want to make art and I'm like, but I want a gallery as well and what's going on there. So I'm a little bit, um, I know I need to maybe chill a bit and, and just, yeah. I mean, I've only just created my avatar. He's got no clothing and it just, it all feels like, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm trying to do everything at the same time. So maybe I need to just um, just slow down a little bit and, and enjoy the space, um, yeah, and let, let it breathe a bit, perhaps. Because um, yeah, like since 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 December, I think I've just been totally just mind's been blown really with, with so much stuff happening and so many exciting artists. It's just, just such an exciting time to be alive. I think. Oh, 100%. Like, this is by far the best time to be alive. And it's it's only going to get better and, and more exciting. But in terms of the actual distribution of the art and selling it, like I know you're on OpenSea, you mentioned CryptoVoxels. What platforms have you been exploring in terms of uh, selling your work? Like, have you applied to Known Origin or SuperRare or, or anything like that? Yeah, so I, um, as soon as I heard about SuperRare, I think... I just sort of jumped in the, the room. I didn't even give them a chance to say, welcome to the group. I'm like, hey, you know, I put my application in. I was just sort of like really giddy. Um, and I, I didn't even get a response from Learn Origin, actually, which they kind of said in the group that we're a bit, you know, we take a while. Uh, Super Rare um, said, said not, not on this occasion, which, which felt like a punch in the stomach at the time. But uh, uh, yeah, I think, you know, I, I understood they have a lot of applications in and they, they mentioned that. So uh, I'm not on known origin or secret at the moment, but, you know, might, might look to, to, well, I'm in the groups. So I'm, I'm reading what's happening and they're all the great communities. So I, I definitely want to keep, keep up to date with what they're doing. And, and, you know, I don't want to exclude. Yeah. I want to be part of it all really. Um, I don't want to, I mean, like I've seen a few things. I'm like, okay, well, I don't understand like the um, codex with people editing. The, so there's a few things that I think maybe I need to be sure of what I'm doing next. Um, so Maker's Place, I created an account on there. I haven't really gone gone in on there yet, but I, even if it's just for collecting art, I, I want an account for that. Um, there's just so many great artists on each platform. I'm just, just spoiled for choice. Um, really am, yeah. So... Haven't haven't used any of the other platforms. Just just OpenSea at the moment, um, but, I, but I will I will definitely look at you know being on all of them. Really, I, I like the way Scheme approached it. If that is just trying to um, have the maximum exposure, I think that's good. And then also, I understand that the scarcity and, and rarity of it. That's something that I'm really starting to understand. So it's it's that balance, I guess, of exposure and rarity, and, and one of how many editions, and, and so it's it's a lot to learn. But yeah, at the moment, I'm just pretty much focusing on OpenSea, and um, yeah, just keeping it on there for now. Nice. And well, I mean, have you 
actually, uh, I know there's a ton of artists out there that are making crazy, amazing things. Have you kind of flexed your, your collector muscle when it comes to some of these pieces? Like, uh, are you a collector yourself or, um, are, are you just like taking stock of, of all the artists before you start scooping up uh, a lot of pieces? Yeah, that's it. I haven't, I haven't bought my first piece yet. I'm looking and I'm, I think, um, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I've got, I've added a few favorites. Um, there's, this there's quite a few that I like and yeah, it's, I think that first one, once I've bought that first one and, and I think having a place to display them as well, I listened to, to, um, I think Conlan was it who mentioned the, you know, you, when you collect this artwork, having somewhere to house it, it you, you know, super rare is nice or having your trust wallet is okay, but you, you having that link, like I know you, when you, you guys mentioned Connie Digital, and you, you, that's, that's, that's the way forward. You know, if you can just click a link and see it displayed somewhere. So yeah, I think, I think having somewhere to display the work would give me a, okay, well, this would look great in there. And, you know, so I think I almost want to be a curator as well as a collector. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've got so many ideas. Like the the, the Jamaica thing, I thought oh, I could, maybe I could create an exhibition just based on that, and it could go next to the Bob Marley tribute thing, whatever that was, or you know, so um, trying to be part of the world really, or, or maybe um, exhibit alongside somebody else. So looking at artists whose work I like, and maybe you know, this is how what how would the exhibition feel? You know, what what rather than just collecting the work, well, maybe it could be a body of work on um, symbology, for example. That would, I think that would be a good one for me. I'm just thinking out loud, to be honest. I, I really haven't got a specific angle of how I want to collect the work. I think I'm just going to start buying bits as I see them and, and just grow with the flow. No, that's, that's a good approach. And just um, be forewarned, though, like the this collecting of crypto art, it, it's addicting, man. It, it is like you start to see a piece and you pull that, like pulling the trigger for the first time. That's the biggest hurdle because you want to make it, you want to make it special. It's not just like buying pieces willy nilly. It's like, I want that piece to mean something and before I, I scoop it up. But when, when you do after that, Oh, be careful. <laughs> like every other serious collector I, I've spoken with as well. I mean, it's, it's a point I've never really heard often just because i mean the traditional art world is pretty much so far removed from most people but now that we have these crypto art marketplaces uh, i guess the equivalent of like the bar for like people who are addicted to collecting art and a lot of people do describe it as like this kind of like addiction like they're artaholics or something like that but it's awesome because you're just engaging and, and taking apart, um, even just from a, a collector standpoint, uh, and supporting artists, helping them get to like their next creative step and experimenting. It's, it's just kind of like a, a beautiful um, relationship that you, you're able to establish with the artists and things like that. And now that we're always connected with one another, it's like the artist is, is only like a tweet away or you can just click a link and then hop over to their gallery over in crypto voxels and admire like their sensibilities and everything so it's awesome it really is it really is and, and i remember uh, when somebody purchased my first you know my first purchase my first sale sorry uh, how much it meant to me 
So I, I imagine how much it would mean for somebody else. So I, I like this idea of looking at the new artists. And, you know, everybody wants the, the, the established artists, and I totally understand why. I mean, you know, they, they're breathtaking a lot of the time. I mean, uh, Matt Kate, there's just so many. I, I almost feel wrong in naming some, but there's just so much cool stuff. And I, and I don't know how I want that, but I'm like, okay. And uh, let me get a few sales first and then we'll come back to that. <laughs> but yeah, some of the um, the lesser known artists or some of the new artists who are coming onto the space, I'd, I'd like to keep an eye on them and maybe get their first piece. And, and you know, that that's, that's really exciting because um, it wasn't that long ago that was me and I, I know how that felt for me. It just, it, it's like fuel. It's, it's, it's really is. So... Um, yeah, you know, there's the idea of the looking for the unheard voices, uh, which is something I like to do in, in my film work as well. It's, I think that's quite exciting. Yeah, and then, well, uh, I really enjoyed this conversation, but before I go, I always like to, to ask my guests um, if there are any other creators on scent uh, that you'd like to uh, have spotlighted and, and find out more about. I know... Like, there's so many creators that it's hard to name, but within the scent platform, is there anyone else that you'd really like to to dig into and get to know more? Hmm. Uh, well, I mean, there's there's so many who have, have inspired me in different ways, really. Um, I mean, Connie Digital's work ethic is just phenomenal. I think he he's a real um, interesting character, and obviously, he bought my first piece, so um, you know that that meant a lot to me. But I think I like the collaborative um, conversation that you had with, uh, was it Da Vinci and a lot of money? So maybe I think the collaborative angle of how artists like, uh, if you could have Cody and uh, X Copy talking about their, I mean, that would be great. Um, so but either of them individually would be great as well, you know? So um, yeah, the, 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 the kind of the established artists who, who we all know, the household names, uh, yeah, it'd be great to hear hear more from them, and then maybe the the up and coming as well. So um, everyone, I want to hear from everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll try to to make those happen. I mean, to be honest, like speaking with uh, X Copy and just understanding like his journey and trying to get behind like his style, like that's yeah, I mean, that's something I'd be intensely interested in in listening to myself. So I'll try to make that happen. Yeah, that'll be cool. Cool, mate. Well, before we hop off, uh, like, let the folks know like uh, where your work is. I know OpenSea, you have your marketplace there. Uh, are there any places or like you mentioned your video work? Are, are there any other sites or material that you you want to share and let folks know about that they should check out? Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to try and direct everyone to OpenSea because I know that's where I'll be posting my like rare items. So I like the idea of just focusing it all on there for now. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really the main place that I'll be uploading my, um, my creations. Um, so yeah, I don't, don't know about the other platforms for now. I've, I've set up an account on Maker's Place, but I haven't really gone to town on that yet. So I might use that for more experimental ideas or just so that I feel free to try other ideas. Maybe some of my portrait photography could go on there. But yeah, I'm open to see. Um, find find me on there. Find the items on there. And yeah, I'm gonna really be going to town with 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 that one. Really, I think just trying to focus. Like I like how Josie has it all on OpenSea, and I just go there and 
yeah so that's that's the angle she's my inspiration really <laughs> well that's dope I, I like her style too and with uh your work you're you're going to do like a one-on-one uh like super rare pieces on on open sea you're not going to mess around with uh the editions is, is that right that's right yeah that's the angle i just so uh, that one that connie's got that'll be the only one and the same for everyone else so there's a gallery in china that, that um, purchased um was it zen yep zen so that'll be the only one of that and that's the angle i, w- I wanted to, to do it with and then maybe if i upload other places other images onto somewhere like maker's place that'll be um one of five i'm thinking perhaps i might try that but yeah, I think open sea, one of one, and just keep it scarce. And I, and I really understand I want scarce items, so I think it makes sense to do the same. I, I totally respect that approach. And well, congrats on, on your sales. I know Connie scooping one piece, that's awesome. And then the other day you had mentioned that a Chinese gallery uh, scooping one of your other pieces, I think the Zen piece, dude, they congratulations on those sales uh here's to to many more sales i think in your future i'm for sure confident you're gonna have some some great success selling work and i'm just super excited to track your continued creative journey well thank you again for for chatting with me and then we'll keep building and keep creating ben bless you thank you mafia cheers have a good day and you bless you bye-bye